Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to our San Diego Comic-Con 2019 interviews. We had a chance to chat with a ton of interesting folks who all happen to be working on some really exciting projects. You can find the Rated NA podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and every place else where podcasts can be found. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at NerdAppropriate. Enjoy the show. You guys want to talk about stuff? Yeah, let's talk about stuff. All right, you're, you're now on a podcast. Woo-woo. Welcome back. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Hi, my name is Mary-Kate Wiles. And I'm Sarah Grace Hart. And we are part of Shipwrecked Comedy. Yay, welcome back. <laughs> Thank I don't you. Know, I don't even know how many times you've been on at this point. I honestly, I'm a terrible host. I'm not sure. I, no, I it's, it's so many that... It's four or five. Yes, at least. I was. My guess out. was like five or six. No, that's great. Because I, I always reach great. out when I know we're going to be in the same place. Yeah. it's always fun. It's so fun. And, and you always and have stuff going on. So. Well, thanks. I try. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's quickly talk about yeah. um, what you guys have going on. Yeah. Um, because you're always busy doing cool stuff. We try. Well, that's the hard thing, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. producing content of any kind is hard. You it guys is. produce produce like a tier, awesome, Thanks. awesome content. So that's even harder to Thank produce. You. Well, because of that, we don't churn out as much as I feel like a lot of content creators do. But we right, just we're not like doing weekly videos yeah. for sure. But yeah. Yeah. That's okay. So what are you working on now? What's in the, what's in the pipeline? So a couple things. A couple things. We Can you tell us about any of it? A little. Yeah. We're going back to Buffer Festival, which is in Toronto. Okay. This will be our fourth time um, at Buffer. And um, you have to premiere something at Buffer, and that's like what they're all about. It's sort of a film festival for like YouTube creators, which is really fun. Um, and we've always had such a great time there. So we're working on our project for that, which we can't really tell you about. Um, yeah, um, that's fun. That is fun. I'm trying to think, we do have some possible bigger projects that yeah. we also can't talk about. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing a lot of like meeting and pitching our ideas, which has been really um, interesting and right. often sad. <laughs> I mean, that's like the hardest part about yes. living and working in LA yeah. and, and being a creative is. Uh, just that rejection all the time. Yeah. Right? Like I, I, I went, like my day job is I work in games, so I don't see that as much. But um, still, I have to work with a lot of people that, that do a lot of creative things that get shot down a lot. So that's, it's not that's even, challenging. I mean, it, it, it is that. It's also just like we'll go on meetings and people will be like, oh, this is great. We love this. We love what you do. Can't wait to like look at your stuff. And then like that's it. And you never hear from them again. Uh. Yeah, and, like, at uh, this point, which is the so frustrating. Of us have, like, gotten to the point where we are really strong at pitching what we're trying to sell That's but good. even at that point it's like you know it has to go through so many levels of people right. and so many people have to have their eyes on it and you're just like oh we just want to make the thing but that said, we have had some good meetings that we'll see. They might be going somewhere. Sean and Sinead, who are not joining us, are also writers. They almost got staffed this year. Um, Ooh, wow. I hope they don't mind me bragging on them and saying that they only didn't because the show didn't get picked up. They would have gotten hired, um, which is Ooh, really cool. That's like yeah, it sucks. that's like right on the precipice. It was also like <laughs> the most perfect show for them as well. Oh, um, but see, that's through like, that, yeah. they've that's met good. yeah they've met the the creators of that series. Love them, and they are really cool, and they're very much like their humor is very much in our same vein right so like things are good um but yeah and we've also started a patreon this year so because of that we were working on a calendar we just released another um film noir song like jazzy song saw it was great thank you um has been really helpful this year just being able to like have consistent now let's. I'm going to pick your brain for a minute yeah. because this is something that we do not have yeah. uh, at our site. Um, I don't know if we ever will, but it sounds like it's a ton of work. How, what is it like um, 
conceptualizing and actually kicking off a Patreon and having it actually work? We actually, we really like, so I've had a Patreon myself personally for Mm. over five years now. Um, And it has been a huge, obviously it's a huge part of my life. It's like um, my main source of income and it's for me as a person who is pursuing an acting career. Um, And so I have kind of been pushing for us to start one for Shipwrecked for a while, but we kind of like... We like tiptoed around it for a little bit. We weren't sure, yeah. but this it's never fun to ask for money. Yeah, and and we had done some you know larger Kickstarters before, so we felt like we had kind of tapped our fans already for that. But that being said, when we did launch it, people were super stoked about it. Yeah, it's been very successful considering that like ultimately our fan base isn't huge. Like we, but they're dedicated. They're so dedicated, which is just rad. I so, mean, it's I, be Shipwrecked the best has more patrons in six months than I have myself uh, for my own one in five years. Yeah. So, that yeah. That's cool. Do you, know, do you know the general demographic of, like, what, like where they're from or what? They're kind of from all they over, are. to be honest. Really? Yeah, we have international, domestic, like, Generally everywhere. ladies. Yes. Um, yeah. Usually, like, teens and 20s ladies. Yeah. We got some dudes in there, that's too, really cool. for sure. But, um, our, yeah, our audience is super, super loyal and supportive and, and they want us to keep making things so it, yeah. when we put it out they're like yes finally thank you and we're like oh great yeah so like yeah normally for our buffer thing we have to kickstart or do something and so this year we're not doing that we're just using our patreon money which is really nice wow, and it's helped great. us yeah it's helped us be able to um gosh what have we done like go to Sundance and go to VidCon like we just did a couple panels at VidCon and so like that gave us money to because VidCon did not put us up but we were able to rent an Airbnb using that money and like you know that sort of thing just like helping us have the like the expenses that we have as a group covered which has been really nice yeah and even like you know more on the not fun side but like our taxes and like that all of those you know logistical pieces that we don't have to front ourselves is, is yeah. right. up until now we've just been like covering all of that ourselves and stuff that you yeah. just wouldn't think we about, hear that so. i think we've, yeah. we've done, I mean, done these conventions does. i think like i said almost for eight years now yeah. and the majority of it is out of pocket you know when you yeah. go to these things and That's talk to people and it is tough they're not cheap i mean yeah. rooms so, and flights and all that and it's, it's nice to have a little money just for us to use to be able to continue to function as a group and also put towards um, you know, little sketches and not sketches, but like little videos here and there and yeah. keep stuff, keep like, keep ourselves putting stuff out and like keep our creative juices flowing. Yeah. Cool. Any, any hints as to what's happening at Buffer Fest at all? No, 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 none at all. Zero hints. I'll, I'll Didn't you say guys just do a live thing too? Like a live theatery? Like oh, theater? What was oh, it? shitty Broadway. <laughs> How was that? It was really good. Was really um, First of all, I'll say in terms of our buffer yes. thing, the only thing I will tell you is that it is unlike anything we have ever done before. Oh, my gosh. Off-brand for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, Shitty Broadway. So me and Sinead, who is unfortunately not with us because she is currently acting in the Brooklyn Nine-Nine thing, um, just down the street, uh, she and I and Corey Lubowicz, who is part of Tin Can Brothers, who they are the ones writing the Brooklyn Nine-Nine activation, okay. um, and our other friend Kurt Mega, who is in a show called Spicer Forever with me, I got all of them together because we all love musical theater and I really miss performing in musical theater mm-hmm. um, and like like uh, classical musical theater like a lot of our friends do write original musicals uh, mm-hmm. we have a lot of friends in the Star Kid group and like that's really cool and that's awesome but like I miss doing like Rodgers and Hammerstein and Sondheim and like so <laughs> we put together 
of this idea for Shitty Broadway, which is like a cabaret, but bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because they're all very good at singing. <laughs> well, the performances are good. The costumes and props are bad. And a lot of the songs had like some kind of weird twist on them, whether it was like singing a, a song that's normally meant for a guy, if you're a girl, or like just finding a funny way to perform it that like maybe isn't how it's usually done. Mm-hmm. And it went over really well. Yeah. Really, really, really well. We only did one performance, but we sold out and we you sold had, like, like online tickets. Too, yeah, right? we did digital tickets for a couple of weeks and we sold hundreds of those. That's great. So it's really amazing. I thought it was a really smart idea because, I mean, there's not a lot of that yeah. that type of stuff. And I, and I thought it was Thank really you. super unique and well, cool. Well, in L.A., a lot of there are a lot of performers and a lot of performers do cabarets and like that's fine. But I think they get a little stale. And so we were trying to figure out a way to make it fun and, and not like the same thing that you see people doing all the time. So that's where the shitty part came in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been really good. And we are planning on doing more of those and keeping it like an ongoing thing where we That's have, cool. we rotate different guests and like, yeah. Cool. I hope to eventually be out in LA when you guys are doing something yeah. like that. I would love to come out and check that out. It actually fun. has inspired us to, yeah, Shipwrecked has never planned on doing like a live sort of thing, but it was so successful <laughs> that we were like, huh, what could we do as like a live event? And we have been wanting to do some sort of live Shipwrecked event. Yeah whether it be like a party or a screening or something just to like bring all of our audience right. together so we're we're looking at that maybe for yeah for the shipwreck end of the year. con just do like <laughs> shipwreck con two, two days of just like <laughs> nonsense and fun you should totally yeah. do it it would be fun i'll go it'll be fun yeah um, so the advice corner since you guys yeah. are content creators and you've done a wide variety of stuff um for people that are looking to create their own stuff either on YouTube or, or any other digital medium, really. What What's your key advice for folks looking to make their own stuff? I don't know. I always say if you can find a group of people that you respect and trust and have the same sensibilities and, like, like working with them, I think that's, like, a really strong foundation because, I don't know, for us, like, having four of us that we all get along and we all, like, trust each other, it's nice to be able to, like, you know, put our heads together and... and make content that way we are very lucky that we work so well together and i think it it, that's not an easy thing to find um necessarily and it's okay if like you know you work with people and you figure out and it just it's working with people's hard it's like living with people um and that doesn't nobody's a bad guy it's just sometimes you don't have the same working styles and um challenge yeah so if you can like find people you work with well that's really exciting i also would say and this is something we keep hearing um that you should make what you want to make and not what you think people want to see which is very much our jam even though we keep going into these meetings and people go "Mm, this is too niche but there's (laughs) this way we're like no yeah but at some point (laughs) somebody's not gonna say this is too niche um and i I think you're right i think you yeah. caring about what you're making is incredibly important. I mean, it's just not going to be genuine yeah. if yeah. you're trying to make what you think people want to see rather than like what you really want to be doing. And yeah, what we do is niche, but we've found a pretty decent sized group of people that like it right. and want to watch it. And I know there are more out there who would like it. Yeah. yeah. And the, the question I keep asking myself is maybe getting a little deep, but like, um, when you're creating content, what is like the the end goal for you personally? Is it is it to be creatively stimulated, or is it your, some sort of little bit of financial success attached to it? Like what? It, like me, I all the time I'm like, man, I, like I've done some cool things. I'm pretty happy with myself, but I'm like not quite satisfied yet. So what is like what is like for me personally? What is my next goal? Like what like what would you like 
to see shipwreck become that would make you feel satisfied? Well, I mean, I think obviously this is so cliche, but there is a certain amount of like never being satisfied with creative types, which is something that I've kind of had to embrace. I've been listening to, I was listening to a podcast called um, Audrey Helps Actors. And in one episode she was talking about how so many actors are just like, oh, if I'll just, if I could just book a show, if I could just get to like this level, which is very much something I feel and have felt. And she was talking about how people get there and then they're ultimately kind of unhappy because it's not, it's just like it's not as great as they thought or it just doesn't you'll never completely be fulfilled by something in that way um i think for actors a lot of the times like we there is so much out of our control Mm -hmm. and so i don't at least for me like the the thing that kind of initially drew me to shipwreck that i was like oh we can have control over what we're making and how we're putting it out and and who we're making it with, like, that's cool. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, it's fun to be able to be like, I want to play this type of role and make sure that you get to do that as right. opposed to just auditioning for uh, Dead Body Number 3 or, <laughs> or like, Red Herring Lady yeah, or Receptionist or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, ultimately, we would love to be making series you know we would love to do the stranger things thing and like make a show for netflix and it blows up and it's huge and then we get to make whatever we want you know right right. um that's the dream we would like to eventually move off of youtube and not just shows like we want to make movies and um so having that success to kind of enable you to have a little bit more creative freedom yeah you need money to do a lot that i mean bigger things that is the problem and that's kind of what's always held us up is that the stuff that we want to do is expensive because it's period and it's like right uh, a certain way yeah like which nothing against like you can make a really compelling show in your apartment but like that's just not what we do and that's not what sparks our creativity so it's been a challenge for us to figure out how to do the stuff we want to do on the budgets that we have and we hope to eventually move up a level and have some bigger budgets and be able to like yeah work with some different platforms that might reach people we couldn't reach ourselves that's a great answer i mean it's interesting though when you think about it the, the stuff you've already done and already accomplished maybe someone else's dream to get to the level that you're at like I, I find that like I work in games and like I have an okay job in games but some people would like die to have my job and I'm kind of like yeah it's okay like it pays the bills but like right. but you know like you're already doing it's what a good thing to remind yourself yeah it it's is. easy to forget we because experience at some extent at VidCon we had some people asking us questions about like how to get start or like right. we'd love to be able to do that and we're like oh that is a good reminder yeah yeah we people have to make well, shows you, like life. you are further along than sometimes you imagine that you really are I you think know? that is true yeah. I, I have found that to be true and yeah. giving yourself the grace to like be like yeah I've done a lot and this is cool and yeah. I'm not I where I want to be but like I still should be proud of my accomplishments I think one hard. of the first times I interviewed you I was just like listing off all this stuff you did and I was like <laughs> you've done a crazy amount of stuff you're like really have I and I was like yeah you I really never yeah ever feel like I've done a lot yeah, of because stuff. like I think the first time I had you on I was just I rattled through I don't know half a dozen really cool projects you had worked on and I think you were had kind of forgotten <laughs> you it's easy to do and I again like I think creative types we just don't I mean some people can and do and that's great it's definitely always been a problem for me I'm just constantly looking ahead and also looking at my day-to-day and I'm like I'm not busy enough like I should be doing more stuff nobody you know I I don't know but are you guys ready for some silly comic-con questions yeah I love those these are right these are silly um what is the last thing that you binged watching 
Well, I just binged the first season of Veronica Mars. I'm very late to the game, oh, I know. Oh, wow. But I finally am jumping on Are you a Logan it. fan? No. No. I'm not. Oh, I'm not really? either. I'm not. And I know I think I'm in the I think we're in the minority. I My don't wife would get leave it. me for Logan. She would just she would I, kick me to the curb. No. I heard he's here if she sees he him. Is. We saw him with our uh, eyeballs. Oh, I think man. maybe I watched it too late. Like if I was a teen watching like for the first time I would have right. been like for sure. Well, he he's not like do huge it for me. and shredded now, too. I don't know. Yeah, he yeah, did look yeah. He's on iZombie, which I also love. I love uh, iZombie. And yeah, he plays like a military guy on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. So, yeah, Veronica so Mars. Veronica Mars. Yeah. You're liking it? Love it. It's really good. It's great. It's yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Really well written show. I like it. I'm not much of a binge watcher. This really? is one of my big problems in life. Yeah, I can't sit still. I don't watch a lot of TV. You like um, to just make stuff. I just like to make stuff. <laughs> um, I guess the closest thing to binging, uh, besides like Queer Eye, which I will be binging when it comes out. Um, no, we watch it weekly. Oh, it's so good. Barry is definitely like my favorite show right now. Um, I recently watched Gentleman Jack, the first season of that. Okay, yeah, I've not seen that. it's pretty good. It's on HBO. It's okay. about a real lady in like the 1800s who was a lesbian and like only like kind of dressed like a man and for the time was very weird, um, but like owned all this property and like she was a total badass and it's pretty interesting. It's kind of slow, but it's a period piece and obviously like. I love the costumes and the setting. So, yeah, it's cool. cool. It's good. I, I recommend uh, Dead to Me on Netflix. I've heard that's really good. It. it is fantastic. Yeah. Just in uh, acting performances alone, it's really, really good. Not something I, I normally watch is like wizards shooting each other and shit. <laughs> um, so, this is not really something I normally they would watch. amazing. Yeah, Linda Cardellini. I like, love Freaks and Geeks. She has not aged. No, no. She's so great. Yeah. Wonderful show. I yeah. think it's only eight episodes. So you can like mini binge that. That's yeah, like yeah. grab a sandwich and then, you know, For finish sure. it and it's done. Um, all right. More silly questions. Yay. All right. What uh, television show or video game uh, desperately deserves a sequel Ooh. or a continuation? So what show artificially canceled or has been gone for a while do you think deserves to come back? I mean, I feel like this is such an obvious answer. I wish Parks and Rec would come back. And I feel like Parks and Rec in <laughs> the political climate that we're in right now oh, yeah. would be such a balm and such a nice thing to have to watch because it reminds you that there are good people <laughs> out there in the world in public service. Uh, man, I miss it so much. So good. It is a wonderful show. I... I would love to see more Alias because it was like my favorite show of all oh, time. Yeah. But my only dog's if name, I could be. <laughs> my dog's name is Bristow. My dog's name was Bristow. He what passed away, but yeah. What is happening? <laughs> oh. My dog's like about to pass oh. away. So. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> She's like 11. So yeah. it's like, we're yeah, like, yeah. see you later, Bristow. Yeah. But yeah. But there you go. Sydney yeah. Bristow is like yeah. my favorite character I feel like ever. Alias would be like prime for a reason. Oh, yeah. People would I, love that. Like, I, but if it gets rebooted and I don't get to audition for it, like I will... <laughs> I will cry. In a corner. That was a fantastic show. It was. I still don't understand Rambaldi devices. I don't think anyone does. I okay. don't think they. I don't think they did. Okay. Yeah. Because those th- like Italian computer space. I, I, I don't know. It kind of went off the rails at the end. It did. But like the first three seasons. Yeah. Were her relationship with her so dad good. was, I think, the the best part of that yes. show, uh, and their performances were just and great. Sloan Jennifer was such Garner's a good name. villain. Yeah. Loved him. It's been like a really long time yeah. since I watched it. I remember what snark snark. Oh yeah, yeah. Sark? Okay, yeah. yeah. It's been a while. Even though I have a dog Sark. named after the character, Sark. Sark. Julian Sark. That's right. Yeah, Sark. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you haven't watched Alias, listeners, check it out. It's amazing. I think it might still be on Netflix. No, they took um, it 
what things from your childhood desperately deserve to make a comeback? That's a hard wishbone? question. Wishbone? <laughs> oh my god, wishbone. Yes. What was I wishbone? Loved wishbone. <laughs> <laughs> it was a PBS. I, that's why it, it was, in, was on it my dog? brain. Yeah, it was a dog. It was a PBS show I, where I a dog this. played famous literary characters. <laughs> oh, there which it is. Totally was up my your favorite alley. show. Yeah, totally up my alley. Probably why I got into that <laughs> stuff. And now all I can think about is all these actors having to do scenes with a dog. Yeah. Because he was always like Mr. Darcy or <laughs> like the main guy. Yeah, <laughs> but they would have other actors acting opposite him, like these really intense scenes. Yeah. Wishbone, I love yeah. it. Yeah, wishbone. I don't know. I always really loved like the like mystery date board game, but they'd have to like update it and make it like, yeah, and like feminist and like you know. But Not like, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but I always, like, remember really loving. Here's Chet. Yeah. He loves roofies. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 do you want to date him? You're like, ugh. Wasn't there, like, recently I saw something about Chris Evans? Yeah, he's, like, on, on, he's like, on the, like, original, like, bo- like box cover. I think I saw <laughs> that. He was, like, one of the dateable, dateable dudes, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Amazing. Yeah. Um, would you actually want to live in a world with superheroes and supervillains in it? Ooh, I don't think so. Very stressful. Also, there's so many casualties all the time. They're just that's blowing true. up cities. Oh, there already are supervillains. Oh, and like, really, that's <laughs> real truth. I agree. So, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yeah. I saw um, one of my friends is studying in London, and uh, we just saw Spider-Man a couple weeks ago, and she posted a picture of the Tower Bridge, and my first reaction was like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> 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 that was fake. <laughs> that was a movie. Oh, it's okay. So, I was like, oh, it looks great. It's fine. They were great job, Spidey. You so, fixed the bridge. Yeah. So I think maybe I need a break from superheroes. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. We are in like the superhero like mecca yeah. right now. So. Yeah. Sarah was just asking me because there are advertisements for the boys everywhere, and she's like, "What is the deal with the boys?" Yeah. It's like I actually auditioned for it, Sean did too, but I can't really remember. Yeah. Yeah. I I did a couple little press things for them while I was here. Cool. It's essentially. It's a really a great premise. It's what if superheroes were real and they were just like narcissistic a-holes like they would yeah, be sure. because they're like, you know, not even the 1%. They're like the 0.5%. Right? Yeah. And they have unlimited power and unlimited wealth, Everyone essentially. So it would be like, you know, same as all these billionaire assholes that are like running the world now, right. but they're superheroes. Right. And so the boys kind of get together to like put them in their place, cool. which is uh, should be cool. Yeah, I hope it's cool. Big Carl Urban fan, so oh, he's into awesome. that. He's great. He's awesome. He showed up like looking like straight up like Wolverine to really? like, the press conference. I believe he it. was like shredded with like a big beard, just like I believe uh, it. I was like, oh man. <laughs> but he's oh, you're Lord of the Rings fan. So yeah, that's I, we were just standing in line for the Amazon thing yesterday, talking about how he maybe oh, has he had did. like he does, and he's had such a good career post Lord of the Rings. Oh like, yeah, maybe the best. Of, I think like, so. Because he he's really led like a bunch of franchises. Yeah. Too. yeah, he's a part of Star Trek. He's was in Thor. Like Judge Dredd's huge, yeah. hugely popular in the he's nerd community. So well, yeah, he wasn't Thor. Right, he was yeah. executioner. Yeah. He was good in that. Yeah, he's great. Um, okay, these are getting more ridiculous. So <laughs> this is how this always happens. Uh, you find a wallet on the ground, and it has one thousand dollars cash in it. It has no identification inside, and no one is around to see you pick oh it up. Oh my god! What do you do? Oh my god! Thank Jesus. <laughs> 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 
I'm be like, thank you, God. <laughs> I need this so badly. Yeah, right? uh, I don't know. I mean, if we're being honest, I would like pay off my credit yeah, card. That, take it. For fun, yeah, we would do something. Like, yeah, put it. it. I don't know. No, honest, just be honest. If you like, take it and Buy pay off your credit card. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I need this more than Mr. X who dropped the thousand. Who, cause who carries a thousand dollars in cash? Yeah. You're asking for it. Yeah. I'm sorry we failed the like, no, would you be okay. a good person and yeah. try and give okay. this back to somebody? Um, next one is you do something really bad that you are ashamed of oh, and you man. get taken to jail for it. Oh, I, don't no. know, I don't know what the crime is. Oh, no. Uh, who is your phone call? Now, you're ashamed of what you've done. <laughs> who do you call when you're ashamed is the question. I would call Sean. <laughs> I think I'd call Sinead. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's good. That's a good answer. Our other That's a good answer. Um, all right. We're wrapping things up here. Would you, this is, oh, I don't know why I wrote this. I'm ashamed of this. Uh, if you had to choose one, would you have an extra eye, an extra nose, an extra mouth, or an Ooh. extra ear? Ooh. Um, and you can choose where it goes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> extra eye, I think. Extra eye? Yeah. I want to say extra mouth, but, like, you don't have an extra stomach. So, it's, like, not like you can eat more. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, where would you put the extra mouth? <laughs> I love to eat. This is where yeah. this is coming from. I think I'd, like, want an eye back here. Back of the head eye? I might go for an ear in the back so you could, like, hear better what's behind you. You can cover it up, too. If yeah. You don't if feel people like, are, like, whispering about you about behind your back. You have an extra ear. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. See, my answer was eye on hand. That, yeah. So that then you could lift it up you so you could see. Corners, but then Smart. if you tripped. Right, that oh. could be bad. Yeah, or like yeah. gum. What You know, oh, I put my hand in. Oh, it's Sanitizer in my. Yeah, sanitizer. That's tough. Yeah, that could go either way. Uh, yeah, that was that was the last one I got. So it's <laughs> <laughs> a terrible way those. to end things. Those are great. Um, thank you guys so much. What, what are you looking forward to at Comic-Con uh, before we get out of here? Oh, man. Well, we're heading out, but yeah, it's been such a Are you great. leaving today? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. thanks for stopping by. Oh, before. I'm so glad that we got This you. is no IMDb boat, but this is our nice little alleyway. It's a close yeah. second. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, it's been great. We've had such a good time. And, um, yeah, we've done the Brooklyn Nine-Nine activation, which was obviously we're biased, but it was amazing. Cool. Yeah. Um, we did the Amazon Prime activation, which was really cool. And yeah, being on the boat and seeing the Veronica Mars cast was probably a highlight. Good stuff. Where can folks find you guys and your content on the internet? So you can find me personally at MK Wiles on most things. You can find Sarah at Heart Grace Sarah. And you can find Shipwrecked at Shipwrecked Comedy. On Twitter, take out the E's and Shipwrecked. Cool. And we'll look for your stuff and your stuff from Bufferfest and all that. Yeah, thank you so much. In the future. Maybe come back when you can talk about that. Yes. Yes. Well, don't get too excited. (laughs) 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 You feel really strongly about this one. I can tell. You're like, maybe we'll skip talking about this one and go on to next year's. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to our 2019 San Diego Comic-Con interviews. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at NerdAppropriate and subscribe to the Rated NA podcast on the platform of your choice. Thank you.